The Academy comes alive at night. Here at St. Vladimir's, we all know the dangers that lurk outside our gates. And some old friends are finally back. Ice water, one dollar. Listen, the last time we did this, you guys gave me room temp water and charged me extra because it was sunny in Atlanta. Come on now. Ice water bad for you anyway. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Thursday, September 15th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Basketball legend Kobe Bryant almost made a cameo in the Saved by the Bell revival on Peacock. Reboot stars Josie Tota and Alicia Pasquale-Pena, who portrayed Bayside High students Lexi and Aisha in the short-lived sitcom, reveal the surprise tidbit in today's all-new episode of their podcast, Dare We Say, also featuring Yasmin Hamidi. Have a listen. We actually were supposed to film with Kobe the two days um, after he died. We were supposed to film a scene with him. He was going to be on our show. And I don't think anyone knows that. Yeah, people don't. He was going to be on Saved by the Bell for our pilot. Which was so surreal. And I remember the costume girls had gotten his sizes from his stylist. And, like, he fully was on the call sheet and, and, all, of, and all of that. It was interesting because finishing the pilot, which I don't even think Josie and I have talked about, just because we were like, um, you know, we want to respect the sentiments that everyone is like dealing with it in their own way. But like the energy on set has shifted greatly um, while we were finishing the pilot of the show. And I remember learning that he had passed through my through one of our best friends, Angelica Washington, um, whom we love. And she called me specifically because she knew that I'd been talking about it for a month with her that I was so excited to meet Kobe on set that I can't believe that he was origi- like originally a fan of the um, first Saved by the Bell and that he was excited to be on our show. Like our EP told us that. Um, and it was just insane. Certainly would have been a really cool cameo. The beloved L.A. Lakers superstar and his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna, were two of nine passengers aboard a helicopter that crashed in California in January 2020. Survivor host Jeff Probst has revealed to EW that two twists will not be part of the show's upcoming season, Change History and Do or Die. Change History, or the Hourglass Twist as it's commonly known, was a new and highly controversial wrinkle that debuted on Survivor 41 and was brought back for season 42, but with a few small tweaks. The Do or Die Twist also appeared on both seasons and essentially gave players the option to compete or sit out of a challenge. If they sat out, they had no shot at immunity, but if they competed and were the first person out, they would have to play a game of chance that, if they lost, would eliminate them from the game. Survivor 43 premieres September 21st on CBS. And Sir Ronan will not be heading to the Barbie dream house after all. The Oscar-nominated actress confirmed that she will not board frequent collaborator Greta Gerwig's upcoming Barbie movie, revealing that scheduling conflicts prevented her from appearing in the upcoming project helmed by her Lady Bird and Little Women director. In an interview with People, Ronan explains, quote, I was supposed to do a cameo because I live in London and they were filming there. There was a whole character I was going to play, another Barbie. I was gutted I couldn't do it. 
The film, which stars Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, and more, hits theaters July 21st, 2023. For more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. As the Harley Quinn animated series, today's number three pick, reaches its season three finale on HBO Max, it's worth thinking about the journey of the protagonist, voiced by Kaylee Cuoco, over the show's run so far. Originally created 30 years ago as a sidekick for the Joker on Batman the Animated Series, Harley began this show by trying to make it on her own as a villain, but now has come full circle toward a more heroic character. She actually saves Gotham City more times than Batman this season. Here is former showrunner Patrick Schumacher. When we pitched the show and, and we're just thinking about it, it was like, you know, it's too delicious to like, like not to have her as a villain to start with. And that was kind of, you know, what gave the impetus to like her breaking off from the Joker, but to strike out uh, on her own as, as a villain. Um, you know, and so we pitched the show as a, it's Mary Tyler Moore. If Mary Tyler Moore were a killer and, and, uh, you know, therefore it's, you know, it's an ensemble show. It's kind of a workplace show. She's surrounded by, you know, crazier characters, um, more over the top characters than even Harley. So yeah, it just, it just felt right to, to start her as a villain, but knowing that, you know, if we wanted to take her, uh, recalibrate her like moral compass and, uh, toward the, you know, heroic North star, like, you know, we could do that. It would just take some time. So here we are. Well, Harley's journey toward heroism has a lot to do with her romantic relationship with Poison Ivy, voiced by Lake Bell, which reached a new level this season. After finally reckoning with their romantic feelings in season two, Harley and Ivy spent season three coming to understand each other's lifestyles and actually build a healthy relationship. Here is Sarah Peters, who has written some of the most important Harley-Ivy episodes so far, and will take over as showrunner with Harley Quinn season four. Yeah, season two, we played that story more in the background and more sort of like serialized throughout like other stories that were going on. And then season three, it was more at the forefront, um, which was cool because you could dive into those dynamics and things. But something that was really exciting for me was seeing that even though Harley's in this relationship that is like healthy, right? Although she and Ivy are very different. Like, I feel like ultimately when you're in a good relationship, like what you're really faced with is yourself. And like, we mm. see her kind of like repeating those patterns and sort of like glomming onto Ivy's thing as she would with the Joker. And I think like, as we get to the end of season three and into the future, you know, she's going to have this confidence and this kind of like support at home that she's never had before that like, hopefully she can parlay that confidence into like figuring out yeah where she fits in this world that's very like binary of good and evil and isn't that always important the season finale of harley quinn is streaming now on hbo max Number two. who 
who's ready for some vampires? Our next pick is Vampire Academy, the latest vampire show from co-creator Julie Pleck, the same woman responsible for the Vampire Diaries universe. But this time she's taking on Rochelle Mead's beloved books about a world filled with royal vampires, non-royal vampires, guardians, and so much more. When it came to creating the show for Peacock, Pleck knew she had to get the casting just right. I mean, we didn't set out to cast a lot of faces that no one had seen before. Mm-hmm. It just turned out that the faces that we had seen before were the most interesting faces. And Danny, Daniela Neves, was the first person that we landed on because her audition was sort of undeniably fantastic. We probably didn't even need to bother with callbacks. <laughs> nobody that was gonna, nobody that was gonna beat her. And then once we had her, it was about building the right with the right rose. And certainly, then once we had the right rose, we needed the right Dimitri. I had my eyes on a whole other act, a whole other actor for Dimitri until the last minute when we started doing these chemistry reads, and then it all shifted. Um, finding Kieran was one of life's great joys. Um, <laughs> Because he's so not the Dimitri that I had in my head. But when you see the show, you'll realize he's the Dimitri we needed. Well, with that cast in place, all that was left was to build a world full of supernatural creatures, supernatural rules, and so many complicated dynamics. As exciting as it was, Plack admits that the series challenged her in a way she'd never been challenged before. Again, we didn't set out to make a show that felt wholly original, like nobody had ever seen anything like it. But that's ultimately what we did. We built an entire world, a visual world. We took all the incredible inspiration from Rochelle Mead's books, all her rules, all her mythology, all her characters, and we folded all of that into this vampire dominion that we built from scratch Mm -hmm. um and i've never done a world build that intricate before and it was a million times harder than anything i've ever done well hopefully it will be all worth it for book fans as they check out vampire academy the first four episodes are out now on peacock It's trivia time. Writer and director Julie Pleck is known for co-creating The Vampire Diaries, as well as its spinoffs, The Originals, and Legacies. And now she has co-created Vampire Academy, along with a familiar face to OG Vampire Diaries fans. Which of the following Vampire Diaries actors is the co-creator of Vampire Academy? Is it Michael Trevino? Candace King, or Marguerite McIntyre? Stick around for that answer, as well as our number one pick, What to Watch. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. I'm Sid Evans, editor-in-chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. 
Fans of Atlanta, today's number one pick, had to wait four long years between the second and third season, during which its principal cast became some of the most fascinating and in-demand actors working in film and television today. So it may come as a welcome surprise that the fourth and final season of the critically lauded series arrives just four months after the last season ended. Whereas season three took place almost entirely in Europe, Atlanta has come home for its last hurrah. The fourth season premiere actually finds the entire gang, Donald Glover's Urn, Lakeith Stanfield's Darius, Brian Tyree Henry's Paperboy, and Zazie Beetz's Van appearing in the episode. But just because everyone's back on their home turf, don't expect things to be any less weird, surreal, or darkly hilarious. Here is a preview. Listen, the last time we did this, you guys gave me room temp water and charged me extra because it was sunny in Atlanta. Come on now. Ice water bad for you anyway. You seem frustrated today. I'm not upset about anything. Hey man, what's going on? I mean, not to flex, but work is good. Hey, I'm, I'm here to see D'Angelo. What you did up there was very impressive. So how do you do that? Do what? You know, the, you know. Don't tell me that you get sick of living. You're like, Then all hell breaks loose. She sent me all the pretty pictures, all the screenshots. Like, don't be sending me the kitty if you ain't nobody. Get off my car now. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> There's something If the third season was about what happens with the achievement of fame and fortune, the final season seems to be about what comes after. Earn is a huge success, but seems no happier now than when he was dead broke. Paperboy is realizing being a rap superstar has a short shelf life. Darius is... Well, Darius, still one of the most quixotic, enigmatic, yet thoroughly entertaining characters on television. Rarely is anything peachy in the peach state. Catch the final season premiere of Atlanta with two back-to-back -back episodes airing tonight at 10 on FX and streaming on Hulu. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question, which of the following Vampire Diaries actors co-created Vampire Academy with Julie Plack? Michael Trevino, Candace King, or Marguerite McIntyre? Hopefully you took a bite out of this one. That answer would be Marguerite McIntyre. The actress played Sheriff Liz Forbes from the very first season in 2009 all the way through the final season in 2017 and is now teaming up with Plack for the new series. 
That is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Executive Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep, Samantha Heifel, Christian Holub, and Lester Brathwaite. Edited by Lauren Klein. Produced by Ashley Boucher. Hosted and produced by Jared Hall. And executive produced by Chanel Johnson. One, two, three.